This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. And as we do on Wednesdays, another benchmark of the program, we welcome Broken Arrowhead football coach Josh Blankenship. Josh, I know that was uh, kind of a shock. Got behind early against uh, Owasso. I thought your team fought back nicely. Of course, I was in Washington. I didn't get a chance to see it. I saw a little bit of the highlights. Just give me your thoughts overall after having a chance to look at tape. Oh, uh, you know, we've talked uh, the last couple weeks on uh, what kind of group we have and their their youth and experience, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, if I had a crystal ball three years ago or two and a half years ago, we're putting the schedule together, you know, I probably would have tried to put something that was uh, maybe a little easier for them to get some traction and gain some confidence, which is um, obviously, you know, as coaches, we're trying to do anything and everything we can to manufacture, manufacture some success to get get things rolling, get them in rhythm. Um, we started out, uh, I think uh, we kicked off, uh, forced a three and out, and they punted. I think we got it a little little beyond midfield in our own territory. Uh, had a good little three-play drive going, converted, uh, got a first down, and then went a tempo play, threw a ball out to the sideline to our little receiver, Caleb Barnett, and then he took it in about 40 um, and then got called call for a holding, had to bring it back. And then, like, after that, it was like we were a little out of rhythm, you know, behind schedule again. Um, or not again, but behind schedule. Um, and ended up having a – I think we either fumbled an exchange or a snap. And then uh, and then Owasso capitalized on that. And then they, momentum kind of built for them. And uh, we struggled to kind of get things going. We, we calmed down a little bit in the second half. And I was obviously proud of how we – continued to compete the whole game but um it was tough man we uh you know we'd get a little little something positive going and then uh, either shoot ourselves in the foot or get penalized for something that put us behind schedule and then we'd struggle with that and then playing a really good team like Owasso they they exposed any of our inconsistencies or things that we didn't have uh screws tightened down on and uh you know obviously they had a big night and we're licking our wounds taking it into the bye week yeah, you, you know, but having said all that, too, I mean, I know it's tough when you have a team that's young because, as you said, when you get off schedule, it's always been harder for young players to kind of get back into a rhythm. Take yourself back as a player, Josh. Can you ex- kind of explain why, as a young player, sometimes it is harder to kind of get yourself back going again? I think when you are when you haven't been in those moments a bunch, you kind of, the, the phrase I use is you kind of dip your toe in the water to see how it's going to go. Um, and you know, you can't play football that way. You gotta, um, be a hundred percent in locked in everything you have. Um, and, and I think most of our group is doing that. And, um, but when things don't go well, you know, and you're facing that adversity, um, with the big lights on and a really good opponent across from you, um, if things don't go well, maybe you question, you know, yourself or your job or, um, and that uncertainty is just something they haven't earned yet. You know, it's, uh, you know, playing football, getting that experience. There's no substitute for, for getting reps, especially live reps against a good opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and until you taste consistent confidence and success or until you taste consistent success, it's hard to um, really build up a, a high, high confidence if you've never done it before. So, um, and it's a group thing. It's not like one individual here or there. It's, you know, uh, probably a bunch of them taking turns on 
on, uh, you know, either making a mistake or, um, you know, feeling really confident. And that falls on us coaches, too, trying to simulate what we can in practice to um, make it as game-like as possible to try and speed up that experience. Um, but really, you know, that's what non-districts were also. So it's a, it's a big it's a big mirror. Um, you see where you're at. Um, you know, the positives of playing really good teams in non-district is you're, there's nothing being hidden or masked. You know, there's no false success that, you know, you're sweeping issues under the rug. So, I mean, everything's exposed, and we know we know exactly who we are, good and bad. Yeah, no question. Josh Blankenship's with us, head football coach at Broken Air. I want to follow up on that in a moment. We'll do it, too. It's 7 o'clock here on the Blitz 1170. Scott Files with me. You mentioned the youth that's on your roster this year. How much growth have you seen from them so far in these first three games? And what's been the biggest area of growth that you've seen? Um, I think our uh, our fronts on both sides um, have really made some big strides um, up front on the offensive line. We have one had one returning starter, and he's a junior. Um, you know, he's kind of the leader of that group by by default, just because of you know he's played the most most games. Um, they're starting to come together. You know, um, you know, you'd have a couple of hiccups here and there. You know, it's it's kind of one of those things. You know, offensive line is one of those positions that nobody really notices your job until you don't do it well (laughs) and so it's uh those guys have really started to click and come together they've had a really good uh week so far and you know that's one of those units that's that's just got to have a lot of cohesion and chemistry and be able to communicate and work together so i'm really encouraged with that group um defensive line similar um you know that's the really really young group um and they've got a lot of talent so it's kind of a fun group to keep an eye on because you you know they have no ceiling really um but they're they're starting to get it you know it's it's again you know there's no substitute for reps and and game experience so as those guys just keep keep getting more and more under their belt and against really good opponents um you know they keep getting better and those you know there's it's across the board we're starting to see some major growth but um, those two for sure are starting to stand out to me. And now, of course, as you said, you got a bye week. We'll talk about how you're going to spend it in a moment. And then a chance, hopefully, to kind of find your feet as that district play begins. I want to go back to what you talked about a little bit earlier, though, and that's you've got a young group, and you you, you know you don't have the crystal ball three or four years ago, and you never know who's going to move in or move out or any of those kinds of things. I get all that. Yet I know you as a guy who wants to win, same as your dad, and, and every coach wants to. And it's got to be difficult to be patient, even though you do see the good at the end of the rainbow, so to speak. You see these guys being young. You see them developing. How do you keep your patience? How do you keep the keep that in check, knowing what you really want to see, and you just know it's going to be a while to get there? Well, I think, first of all, you know, um, on that kind of that glimmer of hope of what you see we can be, um, there's not a – um, there, there's not a clock on that. Like there, there's not a, Hey, in three games, we're going to be good. And there's also not a, Hey, in two seasons, we're going to be good. It, it, it's one of those things that we see that we can be good now. Um, and obviously we're very encouraged about our future with, with, um, the type of kids in the pro, you know, within the program that we've got coming. Um, but it's all, you know, it's not just what we tell the kids, you know, when we say want to know, you know, that's, that's coaches included. We're, um, we're hyper-focused on the process and the process, the only way to do it right, in my opinion, is, is to be fully committed to winning each week. 
Um, to do that, you got to win each day. You know, to do that, you got to win each meeting, every every weightlifting session, every practice. So, um, our coaches really are dialed in on that. Um, you know, nobody likes the taste of losing, and there's no better medicine than winning. You know, so it's um, we're eager to get one because it it's a shot in the arm and and for everybody. Um, so, uh, but we also we know the process that it takes to get there, and it's not just sitting there hoping for the future, yeah. hoping for um, some you know magic thing to happen. Um, it takes hard work and it takes time, and uh, you know it's it's a one and zero mentality and it's a process like that. So we're dialed in on our bye week. Uh, we're not even talking about sophomore or next week yet. We're we're fully focused on what we can get out of this week. Right, and I want to get into that. So what is it you want to do? Everybody kind of, I think everybody has somewhat of a similar idea, but everybody has different needs. So what will your focus be during the bye week? Um, you know, kind of alternating days, but uh, really heavy on, on uh, you know, fundamentals and individual and stuff that sometimes when you get in the thick of the season um, can take not a backseat, but maybe a lower priority. So, um, you know, a little bit time, a little bit more time to spend on that. Um, which often can let you have a lighter day as far as banging hats and, and shoulders and whatnot. Um, and then alternating that with, um, like we talked about, simulating um, a game as much as possible. So putting the ball down and doing some good versus good, uh, situational football, you know, one-minute drill, uh, backed-up situations, red zone, um, or just even, you know, uh, not, not quite full-out scrimmage, but, scrimmage setting, you know, still trying to keep everybody up, but um, getting some good speed on speed, physicality versus physicality, you know, as ma- evenly matched as we can. Um, and then, again, alternating back to uh, fundamentals and individual and group work and stuff that's got to be honed up. And then we'll take one day on Thursday that we, we've kind of turned into a tradition the past couple of years of kind of a little team retreat thing where we just get away from football and go do something really fun as a group and just let them be kids and play together. Yeah, that's always the best part. Well, I, I, you know, I know it's not easy. There's no doubt, um, but you you don't you never dodge it. You just step right up to the to the plate and do exactly what you need to do to move forward. And I always have uh, admired that, Josh. Thanks very much. I hope the bye week goes nicely and nobody gets hurt. You can move on into district play. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.